Hi all, hope you're all having a wonderful evening and welcome to my podcast. I am Crafty, a part-time writer, part-time gamer. I finally started a podcast after much consideration and debating to talk about my project Omosity. Omosity is a small pocket dimension set in a larger alternate reality. The dimension itself is incredibly unique and intriguing, but more on that later. A little bit about myself. I have a college degree in game arts and will be going to university this September to study game racing and game development. I've always been quite creative, starting up a multitude of projects and never being able to finish them. That is one of my biggest issues. Um, My hope is that by investing more time into this project and creating a community around it, I'll be able to stick with the project until I feel happy with it. Um, So, yeah, um, what I'm using to store all the information on Amosity is uh, World and Bill. I'm not sponsored before people start signing um, just it's a great site for world building and the UI is so user friendly it's very easy to use it's not complicated in the slightest um, on to information about our city Okay, I'm going to start off this one by saying sorry for the background noise, it is incredibly hot in this room and I'm struggling to breathe without the fan on, so you're going to have to bear with because it is 26 degrees currently and that is hot for me. Um, okay, so Omosity is a joint project between me and an amazing artist that I've been working with for a long time now. Um, He has so many wonderful designs and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with these unique and slightly disturbing creatures. Um, I will eventually be creating a Twitter and Instagram to show off his amazing work and I will link those to the podcast once I've created them. and hopefully you guys will also use them to tell me your theories or show me your fan art because those would just be amazing to see. So off to the first ever era of Omosity known as the Era of Life. The Era of Life was a wonderful time of creation and experimentation. While no one is truly sure on Omosity how it was created, the inhabitants deemed it the beginning of time. Zero EOL. EOL standing for Era of Life. The Great Birth. The birth of the world turtle, Sabula, was one to remember. In her creation, an empire, an entire pocket dimension, opened, allowing her to create an entire galaxy to her every whim and need. Free EOL, 
26 of the fourth to free EOL 18th of the 12th. The creation of the spirit orb. Sabula created a powerful orb known as the spirit orb, which she used to develop all of the life that inhabits the Mossity, whether it was on her back or in the furthest outreaches of the pocket dimension. But it wasn't only used to create life. Whoever held the spirit orb held the powers of Sabula, and arguably, maybe even more power. For EOL, 13th of the 6th, to 7 EOL, 21st of the 9th. The first tree, the first tree to have ever been created was on Sabula's back. It was the first thing that was alive that she had ever created and she was ecstatic over it. She was so overwhelmed by her accomplishment of creating a living being that she buried the spirit orb and hid it within the ever-tangling roots and intertwining roots of the tree. 8 EOL, 19th of the 2nd to 15th EOL, 26th of the 5th. The Solas. The Solas were created by Sabula to guard the first tree and the orb that it contains. These creatures were incredibly menacing and destructive, capable of mimicry, producing mirages and extreme agility and strength. They were fierce and unrelenting and they were extremely territorial, especially when it came to the tree. However, they would never attack for the sake of attacking. They'd only ever attack if you approached the sacred first tree. And with them being borderline immortal, they'd always win. 17 EOL, 20th of the 8th to 24 EOL, 3rd of the 12th, the birth of the Extralites. The Extralites were nimble, majestic, water-loving creatures who lived in the lakes of Sabula. They were carnivorous and primal, but were definitely a true sight to see. They were created to monitor the ocean and control the amount of lives that lived within the lakes and the seas. Of course, when you're around for so long, eventually you begin to evolve. 27 EOL, 9th of the 2nd, the first sign of sapience. Sabula came to the extra lights to absolutely baffled by the fact that they began to work in clans, herd the ocean life to monitor it easier and create buildings and small townsteads. The fa this fascinated Sabula as she'd never seen or even imagined anything like this was possible. And she didn't know how to react. Eventually, 
The sapient extralites began to die, which worried and confused Sabula as she'd never come across the concept of death. And it terrified her that her precious creatures could die. 32 EOL, 20th of the 6th to 47 EOL, 13th of the 9th. The construction of immortality. Sabula, distraught watching the extralites perish, began to create a cure for death, immortality. It would halt aging, but it would be optional. So whoever wielded this great power would have the choice of being invulnerable and living forever as Sabula began to learn that creatures were okay with dying. But she poured almost all of her energy into it, allowing her shell to slowly go to waste as she built immortality. 37 EOL, 19th of the 1st, to 41 EOL, 8th of the 4th. The Viridian Neptune. The Viridian Neptune was a terrible plague that swept across the extralites. It was highly contagious and equally as dangerous. It started by producing small lumps on the inside of the gills, becoming more severe as the virus improved upon itself and set into the system. It began to sever the webbing in between their feet and toes, limiting their movement. After, after limiting their movement, all of their scales, all of the extra light scales would begin to fall off and their eyes would morph into a cloudy white color. They'd lose all sight and eventually they'd die. This led to the downfall and eventually the extinction of the entire species. And due to Sibula working on immortality, she was not able to intervene and prevent the death of her most beloved creations. Due to her weakness, even if she had noticed, there wouldn't have been much she could have done. 53 EOL, 17th of the 8th to 87 EOL, 1st of the 2nd. The gods, the nymphs, and the titans. Sabula created the nymphs, gods, and titans and imbued them with immortality, giving them the option of eternal life. The nymphs were kept secret from the gods and the titans as they lived around the sacred first tree. The nymphs lived in harmony with the environment and tended to opt against immortality, seeing it as unnatural and unfair as they'd give nothing back to the planet. They lived in harmony with the soulless and the trees alike, never harming anything that Sabula had created and opting to use their abilities to transform the earth into a comfortable home. The Titans were more animalistic in nature, but they tended to opt towards using immortality. They didn't completely understand what it was, but 
They knew it made them more powerful. It made them almost unkillable. The gods were incredibly selfish, always going for immortality with never having an exception. They would destroy forests, build over lakes, and ruin everything they touched, being absolutely despicable and disgusting creatures. But Sabuna never saw an issue with this, as she could have always made more life, and she did always intend to. 89 EOL 13th of the 7th to 92 EOL, 14th of the 5th. The creation of Eden. Eden was created by the nymphs around the first tree. They named it after a powerful nymph mage called Iticus Eden, who helped form the peace between the nymphs and the solids. Eden was a gorgeous safe haven filled with plants not seen anywhere else on Cibula. And due to their mystical powers of na around nature, they were able to keep themselves hidden and protected from the ever-growing gods. 100 EOL to 108 EOL. The First War. On the first day of the first month in the year 100, the gods declared war on the Titans. Their reason for starting the war? Titans were animalistic, and they didn't deserve the gift of immortality. They started the war by attacking a powerful titan called Centaurus. Centaurus was a deadly force to be reckoned with, and had unfortunately destroyed some god villages on accident whilst just walking through the land, and the gods saw this as an act of treason. Whilst he was a force to be reckoned with and took many gods' lives, he was eventually overwhelmed and horrifically murdered and dismembered. In the worst part of all, the gods ate him after killing him. This terrified Sabula as she realised her creatures were not invulnerable. Even with immortality, Whilst they couldn't die themselves, they could still harm each other. And this started the era of darkness. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the first glimpse into the almost universe. I should state this now, none of this is set in stone. In fact, this is a very rough um, basis for the story. But that was only the first era of the two eras that I have so far. And I'm almost constantly updating this, so I will try and keep you guys constantly up to date. But that is all for now, so I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you all next time. Bye!